Hi, Pat the Podcast Editor here. What is the secret to producing a creative and engaging email newsletter people actually want to open? Well, today, founder of newsletter The Friday Club, Dan, and his brother Lloyd, look to find out as they talk about tips anyone can implement to keep your newsletter from sinking to the bottom of the inbox. MailChimp, which is the email marketing tool we use, say that the average email open rate for all industries is 21.33%. And with our Friday Club, we get, on average, between 30 to 50% open Wowza, rate. Wowza, that's above average. You'll learn about everything from creating the eye-catching titles to lure people in to sharing the stories that keep them there. You have to deliver on the subject line. Some emails I've subscribed to are like, this thing that's going to make you a million pounds in three seconds. It says something crazy and then doesn't deliver in the body of the email. And then that's and the then last like, time you'll ever open yeah. one of their emails because mm-hmm. you think, it doesn't matter how good this yeah. is, I'm yeah. going to be disappointed. Oh, and if you want to check out the Friday Club, we've got you covered. Just go to bit.ly forward slash the hyphen Friday hyphen club to sign up now. We'll see you in your inbox. Right, let's get this one on the road. This is episode 68 of the Business Anchors podcast. We're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. What is an email newsletter and why is this an important episode for our lovely anchors to listen to? And also, is it more interesting than it sounds? Yes. Good. I think, first of all, I hate the term email newsletter. Sorry. But um, we're calling it that because people understand it as an email newsletter. Okay. Traditionally, an email newsletter is where a company will send a weekly or monthly update to their subscribers to say, oh, here's what's happened in our company. Oh, Susan got promoted. And um, they're terrible in my mind. I think they don't really provide any value for people who subscribe. Um, And three years ago, we wanted to flip the traditional email newsletter on its head. And we created the Friday Club. Oh, and the Friday Club was born. I, um, I can relate to that terrible email newsletter that no one cares about. Because I think so, so many, and unfortunately... Uh, I've identified this in some of our previous clients. They mm. they come up with this idea, we're going to do an email newsletter to tell everyone what we're doing. Yeah. And it's that thing of uh, the perspective of, uh, we're going to tell everyone what, what we want to tell everyone. Yeah, not, not, thinking, not what they want. What will they actually want mm. to hear? Like, no, sorry, Sharon, but no one cares you've been promoted, if you know what mm. I mean. Like, why would someone that signed up care about that? Yeah. So I, I am interested to hear more about this yeah and i think the reason this is more interesting than it sounds is a couple of things so firstly um email marketing is incredibly powerful if you think about comparing it to social media marketing there's no algorithms involved i can email you directly and um you're going to see it you know nine times out of ten mm. you're going to see it because there's no algorithm deciding if this gets sent to you like well, social get media. into your feed yeah mm. and secondly so it's hugely powerful to directly uh, reach and engage your audience um secondly this is going to be interesting because we've sent over i think we're now on episode 168 so we've sent over 168 weekly emails over the last three years and um have learned a lot about what works and what doesn't so in this episode i'm really wanting to dissect that and give give advice to the listeners to to share what they can be doing with their email marketing and and what we've learned brilliant so can you break down some tips for listeners 
on what they need I to can. know when it comes to email marketing. Dan, I can. Because I want actionable steps from cool. you. Cool. So let's break this down. So this is going to be really practical. So break it down. The first tip um, is to brand your email newsletter. Rather than calling it ABC uh, Accounting's weekly newsletter. That sounds boring. That sounds boring. That sounds like I don't want to read it. Exactly. Just yeah. like with our Friday Club, we've branded this as our, our weekly emails, the Friday Club, because every Friday I write and send this email. Mm. And in that email, it shares the best content we've consumed and created that week. Um, it shares insights around um, uh, what we're learning whilst growing our agency, mm. stories, and that kind of thing. And we also give a free bottle of wine away to uh, to readers. I see. I, wine is better than hearing about ABC accountants. Exactly. Uh, new hire. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. And I think, so So first of all, make sure you brand your newsletter. Make it sound like something interesting that people actually want to be part of. You know, the Friday Club sounds pretty cool. It's, it, it's like that. It's that thing. A club that you're not in yet. It's like that thing of, what's that then? Why, why am I not allowed in the Friday exactly. Club? Exactly. You wouldn't be bothered about not being in ABC Accounting's no. newsletter, would you? No. Um, and we learned this. This was actually a tip learnt, uh, we learned from Andrew and Pete, who are marketers with friends who are up in Newcastle. They run Atomicon and Atomic. They brand everything. Everything they do is they've got some really cool, funky name that makes it really mm. memorable. So yeah, first tip, make sure you do that. Will do. Second tip, write intriguing subject lines. The first barrier to getting people to read your emails is getting them to open it. And uh, the way you can get people to open it is through intriguing subject lines. Mm. So the subject line is like the, the title of the email. People get it in their inbox. That's the first thing they see. And that's what's going to convince them to um, open your email. Can I reinforce this point? Mm. So even, you mentioned Andrew and Pete, so their email newsletter, their email newsletter that's not called that and called something different and the friday club i don't open all of them mm. even for my own business i should i'm sorry dan <laughs> that's all right but uh i open them based on if how intriguing the, uh, <laughs> the subject line, the subject is, line yeah. is sometimes i see that the friday mm. clubs come through and i i'm thinking yeah. oh what's that about yeah. them and i open it so i think it really does have a And I've got effect. a bit of a formula for this after sending all these mm. emails, which I'm going to go into in a, to in a second. But just to give you context, so MailChimp, which is the email marketing tool we use, say that the average email open rate for all industries, they break it down specifically by mm. industries, but for all industries is 21.33%. And with our Friday Club, we get on average between 30 to 50% open Wowza, rate. that's above average. Yes, we do. No, and it's, and it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> that, that sounded like fake enthusiasm. Sorry, I was just trying to good, emphasize keep... how much better that is. Good. Than... It is better. Wowza. And from sending those 168 or so emails, I've started to learn a bit of a formula that works. Because um, just to be clear to the listeners... The Friday Club, it isn't like, it isn't, one of our employees don't write this. Like, I do. Dan personally does this and every has Friday done every morning. single week, except once I think he was on holiday and I did it. Yeah. Um, and no one opened that one. No. Um, so uh, just to give you, I also want to share some examples. So what I'm going to give you is some of our best, from 168 emails, our top performing uh, email subject lines to give you some examples. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to break down why they worked. Okay. Okay. So... Uh, first of all, this was our top performing uh, subject line ever. Revealed how TikTok's algorithm works. That had a 
um, open range. Really? Yeah. That's the th- so something people want to know. Mm. And saying revealed, it sounds yeah. like it's yeah. Oh, yeah Another one. This is completely different. Yeah. But there is there is pillars mm. that make like that show you why these all work. Mm. The next one. This is our second best performing subject line ever. Please tell me you aren't one of these. Dot dot dot. Oh, oh. you don't even know what it's about, <laughs> but you don't want to be one of those, yeah. and you want to find out and make sure you're not. Yeah. Um, another one. Our next best performing one. This is forty-seven point one percent. Reserve your Bebo username before someone steals it. That's you're clever. You think someone? Yeah. yeah you're making them think someone's going to take it, and yeah. you've got to take yeah. action right now and read that email. Couple more. Couple more. Then we'll go into the mm-hmm. breakdown. This is another one. Our next best performing one. The one question that makes every marketer quiver. <laughs> Weird. Um, that's cool. And I think this, in any industry, so for example, I get a newsletter from a golf club. Mm. Actually, I know one of our, one of our top listeners um, yeah. works at a golf club and gets, gets tips from us. Is that Chubb? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm thinking, like, imagine you send out things and you're saying... Yeah. October weekly newsletter, yeah. uh, monthly newsletter, or you say the three top tips to get your score under sixty revealed. Yeah. Then all those old yeah. men are going, "Yeah, yeah I want to yeah, know yeah. that." Yeah, that's what I want. That's literally my most important thing in my life. Exactly. But I think a really important point as well is you have to deliver on the subject line when you get into the email. Mm. Some emails I've subscribed to are like this thing that's going to make you a million pounds in three seconds. That's an exaggerated version, but it says something crazy and then doesn't deliver in the body of the email. And then that's and the then last like, time you'll ever open yeah. one of their emails because mm-hmm. you think it doesn't matter how good this yeah. is, I'm yeah. going to be disappointed. So um, now I want to break down uh, how to write a subject line that actually works from these examples and from the 168 emails I've, I've mentioned. And there's really three pillars to it. Okay. Um, and the first one is intrigue. So it teases something interesting and you, from those examples, you can see that. It teases something interesting that they're, they're intrigued about and they want to find the answer mm. to it. poses a question, um, you know, like we said, uh, revealed how TikTok's algorithm works. I want to know how it works. Mm. And I need to click on that to know how it works. I'm intrigued. You're intrigued. Um, so that's the first point. It needs to be intriguing. Second, urgency. Um, it needs to provide a sense of urgency. Something that makes them know that they need to go on it now. Like the Bebo example, that headline was when um, Bebo basically announced they're launching again and mm. you had to sign up to get your username you wanted. Because I think, you know, day to day, everyone knows you get a me- message, you get an email, whatever. If you don't open it when you first see it, I know certainly for me, there's always a chance you're not mm. going to remember you've received that and you're not going to go back to it. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. So knowing it's time sensitive and you, you click on literally it and- you see it and think, oh, I better open that now. Yeah. Otherwise, someone's going to nick my Bebo name. Definitely. Mm. And the final point, which comes onto something you said, Lloyd, relevant and value adding. They're they're made for your audience, so they're relevant and they're providing something useful. Um, just like you know, you said um, if it's talking about Susan who's been promoted, that's not providing any value. So you know, with again taking the Friday Club as an example, our audience is marketers. We want we want this to be hugely beneficial to marketers this email. Um, so everything we do is focused around why would marketers care about this? What do marketers care about? And it's highly relevant and everything in there is really value adding. Yeah, so next time you write your subject lines, they need to be those three things. Intriguing, have a sense of urgency and relevant and value adding. Nice. And, and they really work. The next tip I want to share is about sharing stories. Get your tips out. 
get my tips out. So this is really important. And this is actually a lesson I learned from Janet Murray's emails. Um, I don't know if anyone subscribed to those, but they're really good. She always talks about stories that are happening in her business and throughout her career, and then shares a lesson to do with them. Mm, she's a good storyteller and mm. she's good at linking it with something valuable. Like you said, not just tell a story, but then... Yeah, and even, even more, she's good at linking it with something that she's usually selling as well. Yes. Yeah. So she'll be like, she's got this course mm. and she'll say, this week, this thing happened and this is the solution. And mm. the course that I'm selling helps you do that. It's mm. really clever when you think about... You get to the end of it and think, shit, I was brought in by the story and now I've <laughs> yeah. bought this thing. And also, again, going back to the Friday Club example, every week um, uh, there's a section called uh, Thought for the Day where I share something we've learned that week, like something's happened in the business. We've had this crazy thing go wrong and how we dealt with that or something interesting that's happened. And as humans, we're drawn in by stories. Mm -hmm. So any time when you're writing your email and the body of your email um, to just include some kind of story to make it more interesting. Yeah. It's way more interesting to read, isn't it? Yeah, then? definitely. I think that's quite a skill as well. Yeah, I think that's it takes... more challenging, the kind mm. of storytelling element and linking it to... But again, the more you do it... So for example, me, I've honed those storytelling skills by posting and writing all the captions for our content every day for five, six, mm. seven years. Yeah. Um, you know, writing this email, the stories I was telling in the first few versions were probably pretty rubbish, mm. whereas I've started to learn... I suppose what... that's the thing, isn't it? Like... You you've been doing it over a period of years mm. now like everything that we advise you don't need to be perfect the first time yeah you just got to make these incremental improvements yeah. over time until and and over time your open rate will go it's up gonna and increase and you'll learn the positive impact for mm. the business will go up and i also think that the the tone of voice that you write in so i did something very early on which was i wrote the emails how i would say them mm -hmm. to a friend mm -hmm. rather than being you know, when we think of email, email newsletters, people think they have to be very formal and corporate. And mm -hmm. this is a business email. Whereas people don't like that. They mm -hmm. want to be to read something as if it's being spoken and even using slang and things yeah. like that. But I suppose that's not appropriate for all industries no. and all examples. But I the, the thinking, how would the reader like to be spoken to yeah. again, not just how you want to? I, I actually think it is relevant in a way. I think even if you're in the most corporate environment ever, I still think you should be thinking, how how can this be written in a way that sounds like a human's actually said it rather I than so corporate that... The golf club example, though, I know that some people might be offended if you're not as formal. Yeah. So I think there are some examples. But mm. like you're saying, if you're just thinking about mm. how they want to be spoken to and being human yeah. rather than just being this robotic yeah, okay i'll take that point thank you cool you've you've provided 90 percent of the value in this episode good. so there's my my good little bit um the next tip this is really important is give 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 to your subscribers the people that sign up for your inverted commas email newsletter um they've got so much crap going in their inbox that you really need to give them a good reason to open your emails and the way you do that is by giving them stuff as in like providing value. So a few ways you can do this one providing value in the sense of very relevant content. That's highly valuable to them. Like in our email, we share the best marketing apps, tools, yeah. videos that we've discovered. I suppose you could get lazy with that. You could, Oh, I haven't really got much good to yeah. this. So I'll just send one out. And then it's like people, people open that again. don't get the value. Mm. And then next time they're not going to come back. Another kind of clever thing that we've done is, um, and actually, this is relevant to Business Anchors listeners. This, you should all be signing That's up good. to this because you can win wine by listening to this episode. Listen to our episodes. 
But how how do they sign up then, Dan? Uh, <laughs> so if you go to uh, I can't remember the website. <laughs> and if you go, we've got actually got a small a, a short link for this. So it's lowercase bit dot ly forward slash the hyphen friday hyphen club that's bit.ly forward slash the hyphen friday hyphen club and you'll go straight to the sign up for page. viewers i'm sure that pat the podcast editor will put it on, put the, put screen. That on the screen yeah. yeah um thank you pat the podcast editor here yeah so so what we do in what we do each week in the pod in the friday club is at the end of the email we share a link to our latest business anchors episode these episodes and we say um go and listen to the episode and answer this question and then those people who answer the question go into a random draw and then one of them wins a bottle of wine every week. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this every week, you may as well sign up to the Friday Club because you can win a bottle of wine. Also, a bit of inside info, barely anyone enters. So the same, this guy <laughs> called Jeremy basically wins every week because he's the only one that enters. <laughs> yes, uh, Jeremy. There is more people than him. And Get that enter, wine. Some weeks, like one or two people enter. So other weeks, it's like 10 or 15. Um but yeah, if you're listening That's, to it, you've already got the answers to the question that enters you to win wine. So go and bloody sign up mm. to it. Yeah, that's a good point. If you know you listen to this every week, sign up to the email because yeah. you're, you're probably going to win wine. In terms of how you can apply that, you know, try and think about how you can provide value to your readers. Could you give something away every week? Could you feature some of your subscribers in the email or provide them value somehow? Think what's say, in it for them. I think that helps a lot of people, especially if people have smaller audiences online or have a smaller business or a, a business earlier in their journey a shout out to say this person did this really good thing can be really yeah. useful yeah and definitely. it's a double whammy because say we find someone um that's doing good stuff so we're like this would provide value to our listeners mm. but also they are a listener yeah oh. double whammy whammy exactly and the final tip and i think this is potentially the most important tip for writing your emails don't make it look like a marketing email um, I remember previously, I've tried launching previous email newsletters before the Friday Club, mm. and I used to format them so that they had a, used a template and there was all images in between them, and it, it looked like a really posh marketing email, but no one read them or opened them because it looked like a marketing email. People don't want marketing emails in their inbox because they're blind to advertising and marketing. They want something useful that looks like it's written from their mate or from a human being mm. if you're more corporate. That's why anything with the word newsletter in it, immediately you're like, this is a business who's putting yeah. stuff in this to try and sell to me. Why yeah. would you open that? Yeah. Um, so don't call it your business and then newsletter. Sign up to our newsletter. Call even it. Even if you're creative with a name and then say newsletter, it's it still like, rubbish. oh, they've thought of a name, but it's still this thing that's going to try and sell to me. Yeah. And yeah, I think they're, they're my main tips. I, I can't emphasize enough the power of I know like people think email's dead and everything's social media and stuff. I think the ability to directly get within seconds, get into someone's phone, like mm-hmm. their inbox is incredibly powerful. And I, yeah. I see when we send these emails on the Friday morning, within seconds, we've had, you know, 20, 30, 40 people open and read that email within seconds of sending it. How, mm. you know, what other platform can you instantly get to your ideal customers? Email is still very much alive. It is. According to Dan Knowlton. So, and um, that's, thanks for your amazing input in this episode, Lloyd. <laughs> that's all right. I think I just said my fifth sentence of the episode. <laughs> no, but I think this is something that I write weekly and I do. So it's probably more relevant for me to talk also, about. We are very honest here. I don't want to, me and Dan, like talk about this. 
if if one of us doesn't know much about stuff, we're not going to pretend to say that. <laughs> that would be so, the worst podcast ever. So I'm not, I'm not an expert in email marketing. Dan has been doing it for years yeah. and very much is. So I'll happily for once stay quiet and stay in my yeah. little box over here. This is probably going to be the best episode ever. <laughs> probably. But just to make sure it is, can you remind me of that uh, link <laughs> where I can subscribe to the Friday Club? Sure I can, Lloyd. Thanks. <laughs> So if you want to sign up to the Friday Club, just type in this email, bit.ly forward slash the hyphen Friday hyphen club, all lowercase. Um, it's also, if you go to our website on the services tab, there's a link there, the Nolta Marketing website. Thanks, Dan. I'll make sure I do that straight away so I don't forget. If I'm driving, I'll pull over to be safe and do it. <laughs> oh, you have to make this episode sound like an advert. I love it. <laughs> That was your radio voice. That hasn't come out in a while. I had to have an input to the episode, didn't I? Even if it's a shit one. No, on not not note, the episode, sorry. I just realised that's not what I, I meant. My input is oh, shit. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah I agree, sound, your input is shit. sound like shit. I was being harsh. Then um, the so episode. next week, you'll probably get a chance to hear Lloyd speak more because it'll probably be something more relevant to Interesting, you. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> we, Lol. We. On that note, bye. Thanks for listening. See you later, anchors. Bye for now. 